0: Arts news from around the area. Welcome to The Creative Cafe,
1: sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590
0: and 106.9 FM WKZO.
2: Welcome morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick and I'm here this morning with Jay Gavin He is with the Kalamazoo Academy of Rock, and we're so pleased that the Academy of Rock has won the EPIC Award for 2023. Congratulations, Jay.
0: Thank you so much, Krista.
2: Yeah. So uh, you're on Creative Cafe, so I'm wondering what your favorite morning beverage is.
0: (laughs) Iced coffee.
2: Iced coffee. Yeah.
0: Iced espresso. But for some reason, over the last year, it's gone to the cold. Okay. I, I haven't switched back, so...
2: All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it keeps you going, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how long have you been with uh, uh, the Kalamazoo Academy Rock?
0: I joined as a band director in 2014, so that'd be about Mm -hmm. nine years. Yeah. Yeah. And it formed in 2009, so it had um, been going for about five years at the time.
2: Sure, sure. Okay. All right. And, And you've been in charge of it for how long now?
0: Just for a few months. Oh, okay. This summer, uh, Bob Wallace, who was the previous director, stepped Uh down and I took his place.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, so that was in July and... um, yeah, so I've been quite busy ever since.
2: Right, so. right. Well, the EPIC Award is uh, recognizing a nonprofit organization, or program within Kalamazoo County that's a high artistic quality and serves to enhance the life in our community through the arts. And I know a lot of people know about the Kalamazoo Academy of Rock, but for those folks who don't know, uh, what is it?
0: <laughs> oh, good question. Um, well, it kind of started organically, um, Jeff Mitchell, who was uh, is a piano teacher from Kalamazoo, just started noticing that a lot of his students could also play other instruments,
1: uh-huh.
0: and he started to have them probably about 2009, 2010, doing concerts at instead of like your typical um, what do you call it a recital. Sure, sure. Um, the kids would get up and not just play piano, but play drums and guitars and all that stuff. And then he started doing them at local venues, like The Strut. It was mm-hmm. the first place I saw them. Sure. And then at Rib Fest, you know, the outdoor um, events. And then it's just grown kind of organically. And now we have um, close to 60 student musicians oh, wow. involved. And I think yeah. the current session has 11 bands. Um, and it kind of fluctuates between, yeah, about 10 to 13 or 14 bands. Mm-hmm session and yeah it's just and all of them you know uh, we have a a variety of different groups and ages okay Um, so there's some kids who are right now i'm directing a band of kids that are about 11
2: okay 11 12 yeah
0: and there's another group that's younger than that and then there's a bunch of groups who are you know mostly juniors and seniors in high school and, and everything in between so
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah. So what does the the, um, structure of that look like? Do the the kids show up and say, I want to join a rock band, and so you make that happen? Pretty much. Okay. Uh,
0: A lot of them are already taking lessons with, um, you know, on whatever instrument somewhere Mm -hmm. in town. And their teacher sends them our way and says, you know, uh, you're doing great on bass, but the thing that will take you to the next level is playing in a band. Uh Uh-huh and you know that's a that's a hard thing for a lot of kids um for a variety of reasons to make happen on their own so we mm. you know just like if you want if your kid wants to play on a football team yeah you kind of have to find an organization that puts together football teams on a playing field that's sure. correct for the, and so we have a band room with instruments um drums and guitars and bass and microphones and keyboards and all that stuff. And it's kind of a safe place where they can come in and we've organized that their bandmates will be there at the same time and they figure out what songs, the kids figure out what songs they're going to play. And, Mm -hmm. you know, during the week they go to their own, they have a lesson or they work practice on their own to figure out that song. And then they come together once a week and practice. And then at the end of about 10 to 12 weeks of a mm-hmm. session, we have a show. Oh, okay. and so they're like the whole time they're prepping for that.
2: Mm-hmm. show. Yeah. So it sounds like there's a lot of uh, the academy is teaching hard skills, right? How to play an instrument, playing in a band, mm-hmm. that, that whole idea of um, collaboration. But it also seems like you're honing some of those soft skills, um, that, that maybe kids don't get, or even haven't yeah. gotten in the last few years.
0: Yeah, there's it, definitely a, an important social component to it. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of kids who come in maybe knowing how to play an instrument, but really shy about playing in front of people or playing with others mm-hmm. or working with anyone. You mm-hmm. know, And it, um, it really tends to, you get into this small group and you've got a, a show looming or even just a rehearsal looming next week. And, you know, the kids start, more often than not, they really become a group, you know, a band, yeah. a, a team, and they work together and they start talking to each other outside of band rehearsals and they're, and a lot of them at the end of the shows, they talk about, here, what are we going to play next session? You know, like there are, they're going to stick together as a band. Sure. Sometimes that happens. You know sometimes we can make that happening happen over and over, but yeah. a lot of times they end up. The next session they're in a new group and they Mm -hmm. and they work on those skills again how to like team up with other kids who have different interests and and i don't know quite as well you know and they're off and running so i think that's um you know that small uh, whatever teamwork yeah well absolutely
2: yeah and not everybody wants to play a sport
0: not everyone wants to play a sport um some of these kids don't really know until they get into a band what they want to do like Mm. sometimes it's you know i remember watching one student musicians just face light up when she had when she sang in front of people for the first time she had been playing keep she could play keyboards and drums and a little bit of guitar Uh but it was like that moment you know after like on her third or fourth show where she sang into a mic just lit up and wanted to do that from now on who knew parents wouldn't have guessed you know my kid wants to wants to sing in front of people but there there it was so
2: yeah and you mentioned that there's a performance aspect so it's one thing to take lessons and maybe even play in a group lesson but this kind of takes things to the next level there's there's a performance aspect at the end of their session can you talk a little bit about that
0: yeah, well, we actually have some performances coming up at the end of our fall session in about two weeks. We yeah. have the, the younger kids, what we call our workshop bands, play at uh, Final Gravity, mm-hmm. um, and then I think six or seven of the what we call our varsity bands, the older kids, not necessarily older, but like who've been doing it for a while, sure. and are able to learn, practice longer, and learn a longer set. They're all playing at Bells. Yeah, I saw a back room. Yeah. That's great. On great venue. They get, you know, kind of a pro experience Mm -hmm. for, you know, they work with uh, the sound people there are fantastic and, you know, and work with the kids and kind of explain to them, here's how monitor mixes are working. Here's how you talk to, you know, how you set up and get ready for a show like this and here's what's going to happen. When it's filled with two hundred people and yeah. they're all talking and stuff, and <laughs> what it's gonna be like? And,
2: right. And
0: so, yeah, that's it's a really great experience, and it's something again that when I was a kid and didn't and was playing music but didn't have access to this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things, including playing at a nice menu, that we're just you know out of. The realm of possibility.
2: <laughs> right, right. Um, as,
0: a, as a teenager. so Yeah, well,
2: we're so excited to be able to bestow the Epic Award upon. Yeah, thank you so the, much. Yeah, the Kalamazoo Academy of Rock. Yeah. You guys do such a great job. Um, so, 1111, 11, is that, uh, that's today. I think the 15th I read is the bells?
0: The uh, bells is Tuesday and Wednesday, mm-hmm. the 14th and 15th. Okay, um, so still some o'clock. time
2: to go see your work. Yep. And if you want to see Jay and his cohorts receive this award, um, you can come to the Community Arts Awards on Tuesday, December 5th, at the Gold Lake Performing Arts Center at 7 o'clock. And, and I will, if yeah. I can yeah, interject, I'll
0: definitely have Jeff Mitchell, the founder uh-huh. of KAR, yeah. and Bob Wallace, who was the director before me, will be there with me too. They deserve the award more than I do. Well, this is
2: fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, it takes a village. And um, it's great that something like this is in our community. It's a real testament to um, the kind of uh, work and um, kind of work that you guys do, especially for students. Because I know when when I was young, this just didn't exist, (laughs) something like this
0: yeah the more things like this that do exist the better
2: exactly exactly i've been talking to jay gavin with the kalamazoo academy of rock one of this year's epic award winners and we'll be right back do you like a good party well
3: so does the arts council of greater kalamazoo join the arts council as they celebrate members of our community for their artistic contributions and achievements The recipients of the various community arts awards make our community a more vibrant and engaging place to live. So come celebrate with the Arts Council, enjoy live performances and beautiful gifts of art as we honor and hear from those selected for 2023. The celebration will take place on Tuesday, December 5th at 7 p.m. at the Gull Lake Center for Performing Arts. That's Tuesday, December 5th at 7 p.m. Attendance is free, but RSVPs are appreciated. Simply go to KalamazooArts.org and visit the Community Arts Award page under Programs. The website, again, is KalamazooArts.org. We hope to see you there. It's going to be a great time. This message is proudly brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo.
0: You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO.
2: And we're back. Welcome back to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, and we're continuing our celebration of the Epic Award recipients. I have with me in studio now, Corey Terry, Kate Yancho, and Marissa Bianan. Welcome, you guys. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thank Kristen. you. Thank you. And in case you don't know, all uh, three of these lovely human beings um, are part of the Wellspring Cory Terry and Dancers. So, Cory. Yeah. Wellspring Cory Terry and Dancers. <laughs> could you talk to us a little bit about how Wellspring was conceived? Well, yeah. Um, how far
1: back do you want You want me to go all <laughs> the way far back? Um, so, I moved here in 1980. Mm hmm. From New York, with the idea—well, I was teaching as dance uh, artist-in-residence in the dance department at Western that year, '80-'81—but 80, I had the idea in my head that I wanted to have my own dance company. And um, so I met all these great dancers at the dance department, and we did a show together. I choreographed three pieces, and then we kept it going. Yes. 43 Um, years. 43 years. That's um, amazing. Presenting dance in Kalamazoo.
2: Yeah, Um, the the EPIC award looks at um, the artistic quality and the service to the community. And you definitely uh, have both. So can we talk a little bit, uh, Kate and Marissa? Um, You guys are employees. Can you talk a little bit about um, in what capacities you guys support Wellspring and then a couple a little bit of just about the programming?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I'm Kate Yancho and I'm the executive director of Wellspring Quaritarian Dancers. So I wear a lot of hats, but mainly I try to make these two look really great doing what they're doing. So I uh, write the grants for the organization so we're funded. I supervise our staff, I lead our volunteer corps, do lots mm-hmm. of lots of those things so that we can keep the engine running. you know yeah. kind of think of that like I'm in the I'm on the pedals riding the bikes so and then they can do beautiful things, whatever that <laughs> analogy would be on the <laughs> bike. I don't know what that is, but yeah. and Marissa is um, apparently,
5: my, my right-hand person on a lot of things, too. Okay. Yes, um, I'm Marissa Biannon. I am currently the Associate Artistic Director, as well as Academy Coordinator for Wellspring Corytarian Dancers. Not exactly where I started with the company. Um, I first came in actually as an apprentice, and then was then brought up as a company member, mm-hmm. and then slowly, slowly started taking on more responsibilities. So okay. that support to the organization, it's been a constant incline sort of um, mm-hmm. journey and it's been quite enjoyable and the passion for the organization and the work that we do in the theater and then outside of the theater has just mm-hmm. really my eyes have just been sort of awoken to all of the many places that we show up and just the impact that dance really can have.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and dance really can have an impact. It's, it definitely is uh, an art form that allows self-expression, allows community expression, allows that energy between um, and, Corey, we're we're not big enough to have a modern dance company, are we, in no. Kalamazoo? And yet here we are. <laughs> and
1: yet we have lasted all these
2: years. Yeah. So what do you attribute to being, I mean, other than your will yeah. to make sure that we still have modern dance in Kalamazoo, yeah. what do you attribute to our community accepting and embracing? Well,
1: everybody says it. Everybody knows Kalamazoo is a very special and artsy town Mm -hmm. it's a fertile place um and i have felt that way from the very first time you know year i moved here and it's i still feel that way it's just a great city and we have a small but very passionate uh group of followers our patrons yeah and i just think um I don't know, when you do good work, good people come and see it and appreciate it. And I think, you know, Kate and all of our board have worked so hard to make the Wellspring Theater a Mm -hmm. welcoming and friendly, uh, inclusive space. And I will tell you that there's nothing more wonderful than being up on the stage and feeling the energy of the audience Mm -hmm. on, you know, whatever night Of our performing weekends are it's just that feedback is amazing and the energy that we generate both as dancers and as audience you just can really feel people are with us right they appreciate the energy and and the passion so i i just think kalamazoo is a great
2: city it is it is isn't it it really is and you guys are instilling this love and passion for modern dance um the to wee ones all the way through, right? So oh, there's yeah. a there's a whole academy, a whole educational component to what you do now. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that that was the original when you were first. You had your company, but it's it seems like it's natural to want to share.
1: Yes, I mean we always have had classes for adults. Okay. Um, but the children's program started. I don't know, probably in the late '80s. Okay. And it has really, really grown and evolved in so many ways since that time. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, Marissa's the the spokesperson for the academy. Yeah, I like how you say how we train these
5: wee ones. We have a lot of our company members that lead the classes as well. So it's sort of a way for these professional artists and these dancers who have been in that position of Mm -hmm. trying to learn what the positions are and everything. We... Feel really honored to be able to have such a gorgeous space that our youth get to experience too they get to see the backstage of Uh a typical stage space they get to see the lights the curtains everything that is part of a production and part of that excitement of being a performer on that stage so very honored to be in the epic center with that facility and to be able to show the work and all of the components that come together for a dance performance is such a unique environment for our youth and our adults to get to experience.
4: Right, right. And I think we create something special here in the Wellspring Dance Academy that might not be what you find at other places where you may train to dance. Um, And in a lot of places, we, we have a really strong partnership with KidNet, who has helped build a tremendous amount of social emotional learning strategies into our classrooms that Marissa has worked tirelessly on to implement. And um, like Corey mentioned, we, we work to make the space very inviting and inclusive for everyone. So we've partnered with the Dance Education Equity Association to make mm-hmm. a yep. space that is accepting of all. And we're really passionate about that. And we feel really lucky to be in a community that welcomes that the way that it does mm-hmm. and creates a space for all of these other special humans that walk in the door to feel supported, to feel special, to feel mm-hmm. like they belong I think that's really important for us and then we're cultivating the future audience of modern dance right (laughs) like we have these three-year-olds that I mean I've Corey I've seen you interact with people in the past that you're like oh yeah I choreographed on you when you were seven and now they're (laughs) an adult in the community and they're partnering with us on something like we're really helping them connect to this community through the art of dance mm-hmm. and the art of
1: connecting with others
2: yeah no absolutely
1: and connecting with their own bodies do yes, that for sure thank you Corey. yes
2: absolutely <laughs> yeah i think we are in an age where we're mostly in our heads and the eyeballs to the screen yes and then we forget mm-hmm. that there's a whole nother part of us attached <laughs> <laughs> no I, I can appreciate that very much yes. um The other thing that, uh, because you have a lot of programming that you do, and I think more than a lot of people realize how much goes on at the Wellspring Theater. You know, I don't have a a fully professional dance company that does uh, three different um, concerts a year, but you also have um, all of the youth and adult classes, and they put on a springtime event, Mm -hmm. is from what I know. But Mm -hmm. then you also bring regional folks Mm -hmm. in every year. And I think this is going to be the 15th year here in 2020. What are we in 2024? 2024. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so talk a little bit, we've got a couple minutes left. Talk a little bit about this regional dance festival.
4: Yeah. So we are the hosts and producers of the regional alternative dance fest or rad fest. Um, this will be the 15th anniversary last year. We had 190 participating artists from five countries and 12 states. Mm -hmm. which is pretty special Um, especially when you think about the size of our community like corey said it's a really fertile place so we're Mm -hmm. a place that's here to receive it but we also have to have the community support to bring that festival to life yeah Um, we're grateful for the partnerships that we have with places like the arts council with Mm -hmm. the kalamazoo public library with others in the community that see the value of what we're doing and so it's a weekend of dance just featuring contemporary artists from all over and and different styles and every show is different and the whole Sunday focuses on youth dance which is really special too and for those youth we oh, talk cool. to them that they may be we, we have a couple of community partners that are part of that they rarely get to perform on a professional stage with professional lighting. Mm. They're groups that are used to going out into the community and performing on a gymnasium floor. And so it's a really special time for them, like Rooted,
2: Mm -hmm. um, the
4: Kalamazoo Chinese Academy, they are part of that and it is a time that they get to be right up there with the professionals. And so it's a really special event and we have lots of ways for the community to engage with it and to meet the artists and see the artists and talk to the artists. And we really hope people will come out to support the 15th anniversary
2: of Redfest, fest yeah. yeah and speaking of a weekend of dance i mean it's coming up here it's I know. coming up mm-hmm. corey yes. what do uh, we've got like 30 seconds left what are we gonna see um i think it's is it next weekend it is it's next weekend It's next
1: weekend wow it's next weekend oh, I'm sorry. Um, you're gonna see a the usual mixture of yeah. old and new okay uh works from the repertory and then created works that have just been born mm-hmm. great <laughs> and so you'll see solos duets mm-hmm. company pieces and um a full range of music and costuming mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
2: moods right so you're going to go to wellspringdance.org to get your tickets for next weekend correct yes. So that you can see all of the wonderful things that we will be celebrating on Tuesday, December 5th, yes. 7 p.m., if you go to the Gull Lake Center for Fine Arts, you can celebrate and congratulate Wellspring Cory Terry dancers in person. Mm-hmm. I've been speaking this morning with founder Cory Terry and Kate Yancho and Marissa Bianan. Thank you all so much, and congratulations. Thank, Thank you, you, you so go. much, Kristen.
3: Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drive tourism, spark creativity, and strengthen our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo provides support and resources to artists and arts organizations throughout Kalamazoo County. Another round of grant deadlines will soon be approaching. If you are an artist or an arts organization in Kalamazoo County, the Arts Council has resources for you.